Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Children's Ministry. I'm so glad that you guys are here and have joined me on today's episode. It is the last episode of the year. Uh, Honestly, most of you are probably on vacation, Um, and so if you're listening to this before the New Year's, what's up? Anyways, if you're not, no matter where you're at, it's all good. Glad you're here. I'm excited you are listening, and we're going to jump into one last topic and idea um, for this year, Um, and uh, I think this one's really important, uh, and um, so, I I mean, I'm just going to dive in. If you saw it, I just change it up is is the idea of this final podcast, right? As we go into the new year, uh, last week I talked about harnessing the new year, uh, and I think this kind of flows off of that. It says, as we go into the new year, we look towards new things, and how can we do these new things? And so uh, the last thing I wanted to challenge you guys for this year, uh, and really looking at the next year, if you're in the next year, you can still do this too, don't worry, uh, but is to change things up. Uh, and what I mean by that is is we need to stop getting stuck doing the same thing year after year because that's how we've done it or that's what we've done it or you know this is how we this is the same thing we've always had right I, I found myself especially early on uh, the first year or two in ministry kind of stuck in that rut where I was just kind of doing all of the events I had been handed and it didn't really uh, serve a purpose or a goal it just happened you know like I was like okay we're just gonna do these events because we've done them in the past now the reality is it didn't really work well a lot of the events we had done in the past we'd done at a different church location we had done with a different ministry size we'd done with a different ministry uh, dynamic and demographic and uh, a lot of the things didn't work I I think one of the final straws uh, for some of them was just going through and just having an awful event and I'm like golly that was terrible I probably need to change things up. And I think we've all run into that before. But what I wanted to challenge you guys uh, this year is to come up and don't get stuck doing the same thing. Uh, This year, uh, for example, uh, I I tried to take some of that to heart. And we had a reward system in our elementary or lower elementary ministry uh, where kids would get a dum-dum, a sucker, if they uh, brought their Bible. And another one, if they could tell you the memory verse. And it was great. It helped the kids and encouraged them. Uh, and then it turned into uh, 50 kids with dum-dums in their mouth running around the room after service. And it just did not, I, it was not a pretty sight. And I was like, I'm just waiting for one kid to fall. And, and then, you know, that's a lot of paperwork on my end I don't want to have to deal with. Um, and so uh, we decided to remove that system. Uh, it also got to a point where all the kids were just expecting dum-dums. And it was a d- dramatic event if we never got to the dum-dums. And I was like, okay, these dum-dums are becoming a little bit... Uh, of a priority here. And so we killed them and we brought out a new reward system. They get a sheet now and when they uh, you know, know the verse and when they uh, arrive and attend and all of these different things, they get stickers and when they fill out the sticker sheet, they get a prize from the prize bin. And it's a lot of fun and the kids enjoy it. Um, but it was a big, big undertaking. A lot of the leaders had really stuck into this idea of the dum-dums. And so uh, there was a couple conversations and a, and a lot of shifting to get there. But all in all, it worked out great. My point in saying that is we can get from the simplest things like dum-dums and uh, you know reward systems all the way to our major events. We can get stuck in a rut and just kind of do something because we've always done it without looking at the possibility of what if we did it 
differently. So for you guys, uh, here's our practical bit for you. Um, I feel like at this point, I kind of just give you stuff to process and think through. Uh, and so uh, write this down or think through it. Pause the podcast um, if you're driving or whatever. Uh, you know, don't write things down, please. Um, that's probably not safe. But other than that, process through these things and, and really think about what it looks like for your ministry. So make it a year of change. Plan to make 2024 a year of change. Uh, and before we do all this, I want to preface this by don't go in like, you know, just flamethrower ablaze in and torch everything you have. Sure, every aspect of your ministry can grow and improve, uh, but start small uh, and start probably in, in a generalized area. So maybe for you, you're thinking our events are really dry. Then spend 2024 making those events meaningful, giving them new purpose, recreating events or creating new events that serve a purpose in your ministry, okay? Don't go in and say, okay, my volunteers need work and my parents need work and my kids need work and my events need work and my environment needs work. And so we're going to go guns a blazing and try and change all of this at once. Start in segments. And you know what? If you get through and you have, you know, updated your environment and you feel really excited about it by, you know, May, then move on to something else. But don't go in trying to reshape your entire ministry without um, any sort of kind of step-by-step -step process, right? That's how you get overwhelmed. That's how you get burnt out. That's how you uh, just really give up on ever making a change at all. So look at the things uh, that aren't working, right? Evaluate your ministry. Look through it. Um, and so the first point is evaluate everything. Um, and like I said, don't evaluate and then change everything. But look at the different areas, right? I, I like to break down my ministry area in chunks, um, like for the people in my ministry, uh, it's parents slash families, kids, and volunteers, right? Is there a certain demographic in there that you need to work on to help improve? Is your volunteer attendance low? Is your volunteer morale low? Um, do your kids just seem like they come in and come out? Or do your families feel disengaged? Maybe that's where you need to focus. Uh, and then you can break it out. What about your environment? Uh, what about your events? Uh, and stuff like that. Really just break it out into kind of categories of your ministry and how you run it. And evaluate it. And, and be sure when you're evaluating it, not to just look at the bad things, but go through the good things. Uh, when you're evaluating it, look back at your 2023 calendar. Look at all the events you did. Check off the ones you did great at. Check off the things that you had a really great time with uh, and the things that really made an impact in your uh, kids' lives. And then also evaluate what didn't do well, what needs improvement, and what needs to just be thrown out. Uh, the second step for you guys is ask others. Uh, this is a big one. Uh, Sam especially can get really tunnel visioned and really, really, really enjoy something. Uh, and everyone else is like, Sam, that was the worst thing ever. And I'm like, oh man. Uh, but, but the reality is, uh, as a, we never want to be a one man band when it comes to ministry. We want everyone's opinion. And so a lot of people will have a lot of different opinions and a lot of different ideas. Uh, just this Sunday, we did a Christmas event and it was, I thought it was great. Uh, we had a whole production and a whole show, uh, and then one of my volunteers was like, "Hey Sam, uh, you kind of left out all of the like older kids. They they kind of felt unseen, and the younger kids had a great time, but the older kids uh, they may have felt unseen and uh, kind of looked over." And I was like, "You're totally right." So get other opinions on your events. 
Um, one of the best things uh, to do going into this year uh, is talk to people beforehand, uh, before you have an event and you have people come and say, hey, I want your honest feedback and opinion on this event. Give it to me after. And then for last year, just go like, hey, you were at this event. What did you think of it? What can we do better? How can we improve it, etc.? Ask other people uh, and then find those snags, okay? So you've, you've evaluated everything and you've gotten some opinions and you're going to start seeing those kind of patterns come out of like, okay, this uh, event was an issue or, you know, this group of people is having a hard time. Uh, and so now you need to kind of comb through that with uh, a fine brush comb. I feel like really popular, uh, cool saying that, but um, brush through it with a fine-tooth comb uh, and find the snags that are catching people, okay? Uh, so whether it's an event uh, that is a, uh, it can be as simple as a bad time, right? We had a parent event uh, and we scheduled it at seven o'clock on a Sunday. Guys, that's, that's not a good time for parent events. Seven o'clock is when parents start getting their kids ready for bed. Monday's a school night. Don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Look at those snacks and say, you know what? We should do 5.30, okay? Let's do 5.30 instead. Uh, that might go a little bit better for everybody. Uh, but look at those snags in your, in your areas, right? Maybe uh, you're doing an event that is already being done by uh, someone who can do it better than you. That's okay, right? Uh, we have a yearly uh, Halloween event in our city, and we're not going to try and compete with the whole city putting on a uh, Halloween event downtown on the square. That's just not going to happen. We're not going to be able to compete with that. Uh, and so you're going to do different sorts of events and, and different styles, and maybe that's it. Then. And maybe it's uh, that you don't have uh, you know time for your volunteer group to uh, grow together and create and develop a culture. And so everyone comes in just kind of uncomfortable and not really sure what to do. Uh, whatever it is, look through and think through and talk with others and find those snags in your ministry areas that need to be changed. And then now you start making your plan, okay? So you've gone through, you've evaluated your year, you've evaluated all the events. Now let's make some change, okay? Find a plan to replace or remove it, okay? And that's really the, the kicker there is as you look at these events, you have to think, okay, do I need to replace some elements? Do I need to change how we do it? Or do we just need to remove it, right? This year, we totally removed our Halloween event because uh, it stopped serving the purpose it was supposed to. Uh, you know, we opened this new building and our, our building and our church is a community center. And our goal with Halloween was, hey, let's get, um, you know, people who don't know about the building in the building. And so we're going to open the whole thing up and we're going to have everyone come through and see the whole building and what we have to offer. And, and after a few years, well, most people have seen this building and it, it's kind of redundant and it, it just became a mass chaos of people and volunteers. And we already had a, a fall family uh, festival and so it was just... It was a lot. And so we said, okay, this is taking unnecessary resources. This is taking unnecessary time and people away. Why don't we just pour all of our resources in the fall festival and make that the best we can? And we did, and it went great. And so uh, maybe you need to remove it. Maybe you need to cut something and, and put something new in place. Uh, maybe you just need to cut something and leave it out uh, and be just fine. And maybe you need to rework the way your event is working or functioning uh, so that you can create something that more aligns with your values and what you want. And then fill that space. 
with something good. I kind of already got into that point, but but as you replace and as you uh, remove, refill that space. And sometimes the good that you're refilling that space is just time to breathe and time to reset, right? And sometimes uh, you can take a big event and turn it into a uh, you know, a handout and an activity for families to take home. Or, or maybe you can uh, redo your morning huddles with your team before service uh, to create a time where uh, volunteers can share and be open and vulnerable and create a nest of trust. Or, or maybe you can redo your handout so that parents see something new and exciting and engaging for them. Whatever it is, make sure that you're replacing and regrowing, right? Don't just cut events and throw them out because you don't want to do them. I feel that, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this. I'm going to cut this out and just not worry about it. We don't want to do that. Um, instead, we want to replace and grow, right? Um, like the pruning of a branch, right? We can use all the biblical metaphors there. If we want to clip the things that don't um, bear fruit so that we can create events that bear good, good fruit. So as you go into 2024, uh, you can you can take this one of two ways. Either you can apply this actively now towards your 2024 events uh, if you have a more flexible calendar and you can kind of adjust and go through things as you go. If you don't, right, if your calendar is kind of locked in for 2024 and you're doing these things and you have the budget and everything set, then use 2024 as your, uh, as your uh, analysis and as your uh, way to monitor and really look into uh, what you are doing. Really, uh, you know, figure out what you need to remove, what you need to change. Really dive into each of those areas of your ministry uh, and use it to, to really just kind of uh, refresh and renew your ministry so that when you get into 2025, you've got all the notes, all the changes, and you are totally ready to go. So that's all I've got for you guys today. Uh, don't get stuck in a rut. Don't be doing the same thing over and over just because you always have. Go through, evaluate, change, and make an impact in your community and in your church. Bear fruit, uh, and guys, go crush it. I'm so excited for 2024, and I hope you guys are as well, and I'll see y'all there. Bye.